This is Dennis Michelson. It is time to go down on the farm and talk about the College of Aces out there at the <laughs> University of Illinois. And joining me on the hotline to tell you all about her role out there at Aces, she's an associate professor of agricultural economics. It's Hope Michelson. Hope, welcome to the show. Thanks. Well, Hope, first of all, talk a little bit about your role out there and what you do at the College of Aces. So I am a professor of agricultural economics, but I, and I focus on low-income countries. So I think about the problems of agricultural production and marketing, and then the associated problems, in many cases, of poverty and food insecurity in low-income countries. So I've done work in Central America, China, India, but increasingly I've been working in um, East and Southern Africa. So I think a lot about the global ag economy, and I teach about the global ag economy and the world food system and, you know, and how markets all over the world are interacting all the time. And uh, yeah, and I love my job. (laughs) Talk a little bit about your background and why this role for you at the College of Aces fits so well. Yeah, well, I think there's Two things for me. One is I am from Champaign-Urbana originally. So um, I really, I always told people this. I went out east for my PhD and I did a postdoc out east. And I didn't realize how much of the Midwest was in me until I was out east. So, you know, I grew up listening to the commodity reports on the radio and driving by, you know, cornfields and soybean fields and going to the local corn festival, sweet corn festivals. And just you don't appreciate, I think, how much that's just in you and how much I think that motivates what you're... Well, I didn't realize how much that motivated what I was interested in, I think. So it really provided this context where when I got curious about issues related to global poverty in particular, I really went looking at farming and thinking about rural economies in other parts of the world. So... In college, I studied history, and the history that I was most interested in was consistently related to um, environmental history and the history of farming. <laughs> so I was kind of there all along. And then I, you know, I sort of realized that the ag economy is so foundational to, you know, to culture and history and art and, and society. And, uh, and I, that's sort of where I made my professional home. What do you like most about your career? Well, I love two things. I love that I get to think about questions that I care about all the time and to try to find answers to them. Really trying to understand why people in rural areas, have, in low-income countries in particular, have issues related to food insecurity and persistent poverty. Increasingly, I'm starting to think about those questions and, and to try to understand what my knowledge in other countries might you know, if that provides any insights into the United States. So I love doing that. I love mentoring students. I do a lot of work with students. You know, I, I used to spend a lot of time traveling internationally, so spending extended periods in the places where I was studying food insecurity and studying farming. So I spent a year in Nicaragua. I spent a year in Mexico. I spent long stretches in East Africa, in Malawi, in Kenya, and Tanzania. But what I love now really is I get to be a part of figuring out how students can have those experiences for the first time, which is really life-changing. So I, I love that aspect. Um, that's mostly with my graduate students. And then undergrad, I teach a really big undergraduate course. It's up to 350 students 
concepts about the world food economy. When we take the principles of Econ 101 and we apply them to the food system. So you have to think about, you know, what are the kinds of increases in food demand that we're facing in the next 30 years? What's the distribution of those increases? Where are the places in the country where we, in the world, excuse me, where we still have spare agricultural land? What are the kinds of incentives for developing new technology? You know, you should think about agricultural trade. And for many students, um, that's among the first times that they've had a framework to think through questions that they've been encountering for years. And I love that. It's so much fun to help students organize their thoughts and to get excited about those topics because there's such urgency. There always is associated with agriculture and food. And you have to think about so many questions related to, you know, national sovereignty and trade and, um, you know, and hunger and famine and history. And I think using the food system as a as a way to do that is uh, is really exciting, and I love I love convincing students that you should be thinking about agriculture that you have to. That's that really is something I've come to love. Hope when I think back to my high school days, and I just turned sixty uh-huh. last year, so uh-huh. high, high school was a long time ago. This uh-huh. wasn't what I had envisioned doing for my career, but I'm loving it yeah. here at WITY. Is what you're doing right now what you envisioned would be your career back in high school? It is not, I don't think. I mean, I I don't, yeah, I was always interested in certain kinds of questions. And I, like I said, I was really curious about history. So for somebody who had those kinds of interests, and I loved writing, and I think Agriculture has given me a really urgent set of questions and a really urgent topic in which to think about history and in which to use my writing skills. You know, I knew the kinds of things that I love doing, which were reading and thinking about questions and, you know, exploring them. So, but I didn't know it would be agriculture until later. And I am so happy with the fit. It's a lens that opens up so many other really incredible topics. Like I said, related to poverty and hunger and emerging markets and, you know, where are the big new technological boom going to be and what are we going to be eating in 20 years? I mean, these are such important and fun questions. So, but no, I didn't think that's where I'd be. Well, you're doing some amazing technology-focused work over there at the College of Aces, I understand. And I Mm -hmm. know the younger folks, they hear agriculture, and they might be surprised with all the technology that's involved. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tell us a a little story about how fertilizer and cell phones go together. Oh, yeah, that's a lot of fun. So one thing that we've been hearing a lot in East Africa a couple of years ago, and this is work done with a, a number of students that I've mentored. The one story we'd heard from a lot of small farmers in Tanzania in particular, where people don't use fertilizer and they have really low crop yields, and those crop yields direct, directly translate into um, kind of problems with food insecurity and poverty. Right? So people are poor. They're not using fertilizer. They have really low yields. It's a sort of vicious circle. So people have been telling us casually when we were doing other kinds of research, I don't use a fertilizer because it's, it's bad fertilizer. Right? It's, it's mixed with other stuff. I don't trust it. And so we found a little bit of money and we did some tests. We did a lot of tests <laughs> of the fertilizer. And we um, urea fertilizer, which is the 46% nitrogen fertilizer that is widely used by small farmers in low-income countries and elsewhere, obviously. Um, we didn't find any problems with that. So there's this really interesting problem 
there, which is that farmers are really suspicious of the quality of agricultural input that they um, can buy, right? And so you think about it, they go into these rural stores, and there's a few bags of fertilizer, it's been sitting there for a while. You know, they just don't have a lot of trust in the system. There's no regulatory system, you know, that nobody's really testing things. But so we're finding that those suspicions are keeping people from buying fertilizer. We have really good evidence of that now in a couple of different dimensions. So one thing we did, getting to the technology part, was, you know, the University of Illinois has an extraordinarily good computer science department. And we're building a lot of bridges between the CS department and the ag school, which is really exciting. So we're doing a lot of digital ag. So I got a grant from the Center for Digital Agriculture. And we developed an app, which runs on the smartphone. And so, you know, really poor people don't have smartphones in low-income countries, but people that run shops and extension agents do. So this app runs on the smartphone. And what it allows the user to do is to take a picture of urea fertilizer which is very uniform in size and color. And then it runs it through a machine learning-based image classifier. So it classifies the image. It assesses whether or not that fertilizer has um, quality problems. And it gives the farmer an answer in real time. And so we're now in the process of um, writing some grants that we can try it out with farmers. That has really good accuracy. And what we're hoping is we can sort of supercharge the process by which Farmers update their beliefs because it's really hard to learn about the efficacy of fertilizer. You know, there's so much other variability in the production environment, essentially. It's like raining or you don't get the rain at the wrong right time. You just kind of, you know, our, our hypothesis is that farmers can't really tell um, whether the fertilizer is good and they're apt to blame other things on fertilizer not being good. So we're going to roll this out. So it's pretty cool. So we have this, you know, this app that was developed by undergrads in collaboration with some grad students and me at UIC. You know, we're gonna we're working with researchers in Tanzania, and we're gonna get it into the hands of small shop owners and extension agents and small farmers, and see if it um, if it helps them make different kinds of investment decisions. That is a very cool project indeed. Now, mm-hmm. I hope we always hear people say that the College of Ace is about agri- is about agriculture and so much mm-hmm. more. What does that phrase mean to you? Well, I mean, I would quibble with that. So, I think agriculture is about everything. My starting premise is like, you know, I've you know studied art history and and any other aspects of sort of the humanities, right? And you don't have any of those things, I would argue, unless you have agriculture. So agriculture is so foundational that I think, you know, by definition, if you're studying ag, you're potentially studying almost everything. Yeah, I mean, I think it's just like I said before. I think it's the entry point to so many other things. And then, you know, in addition, if you want to make these separations, there's also so much work going on thinking about food insecurity domestically and food insecurity globally. You know, my research team, for example, is working on improving um, systems to get humanitarian aid to people before famines hit. So we're trying to get an early warning system for famine, um, which is more spatially uh, granular and more responsive. You know, I know people that are studying conflict and climate, right? So what are the relationships between um, kind of climate change and conflict? Folks that are studying, you know, urban systems and looking at transportation in urban systems. It's such a good home, I think, for any student, you know, that's that's sort of interested in the cutting-edge questions associated with being a human in this world. Well, Hope, it sounds like your research is changing lives all over the world. And I know so many younger people that I talk to, they want to make this world a better place. And they can do so by uh, learning more about the problems over at the College of Aces and then fixing those problems like you do. They yeah. can, they could check it out online at aces.illinois.com. 
edu and hope michelson the associate professor for agricultural economics fascinating work that you're doing hope and thank you so much for joining me today on down on the farm thanks for having me greg soye's iliana ag weather is coming up next